Today is going to be a very special day. You're going to enjoy today. Uh, you're going to enjoy it, and you're going to have some oh me moments, I'm sure, as well. Uh, over the last few years, uh, um, I, I really had a word from the Lord, and I, I have to confess that I haven't as done as well with it as I should, but I had a word from the Lord that told me to get my, get my life in order, get my health in order, because there was a lot he wanted to do with my life, but I had to be healthy. And so in the process of doing so, uh, I mentioned that to someone, and they introduced me to a young lady by the name Emily Rafino. And uh, so we met and to talk about our health, but her husband came, and we sidetracked the meeting, and we talked about a lot of other things other than that. And over the years, though, she's been so patient with me. She's been so loving to me, and, she, and she's helped me, encouraged me, and kicked me in the backside a few times as well. <laughs> But in this series, I thought, you know, I want her to come and speak to our house about what we're talking about the next three weeks, body, soul, and spirit. And there's a connection with our health and with God that we need to understand. Amen. That this is the temple of God, and I'm not going to preach her message, but, I, I, th- but we have to have a connection realizing that God gave us this healthy body and that we, this body to take care of. And so I want her to come share today. And so get your pen and paper out. You're going to have some good notes to take. And I just love this woman. She's amazing, amazing, amazing. She's spurting her colors today. She is the mother. She is the mother of three little ones. And so today they're at home with Ricky. Let's all pray for the children. Let's pray for the children. But she's sacrificing to be here today. Come take your liberty. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was great. Like worshiping, no kids hanging on me. I was just free. I love my babies. But y'all know I've got a three year old and nine-month-old twins, so life is busy, and they are, they're all homesick, so y'all pray for them. Um, man, the blood. I don't know if y'all felt what I felt, but just confirmation what you had prayed the whole time I'm down there, and just the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, and then you came up and said that, and I was like, oh, I could just lay out on the floor right here and let worship go the whole time and just and we'll be good because the blood of Jesus is what heals, and the blood of Jesus is our lifeline. So our heart pumps blood. I don't even plan on speaking on this, but I'm going to go ahead and go with it. The blood, our heart pumps blood through our body. Without that, without the blood, without our heart pumping blood, we're, we're nothing. That blood goes to all of our nerves, all of our organs, and provides the nutrients we need. So the blood, and if our blood isn't where it needs to be, the blood of Jesus can cover our blood, make it new blood. I 100% believe that and bring healing. So that's not all my notes, but man, that was, that was good this morning. So uh, let's, let's just pray. Y'all, y'all pray with me. Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity to teach my friends and family about our bodies being in alignment with you, Lord. And I just ask you, Lord, that there is no condemnation this morning, only conviction where there needs to be, Father, because you did not come to condemn us, but to convict us, to draw us closer to you, Lord, and draw us closer to the things that we need to be doing. I pray that everyone leaves encouraged and empowered this morning, feeling like they can do this. God, that you've given us the power, and and we can do this, Father. Thank you so much in your name we pray. Amen. So we're talking about aligning our bodies with God. I'm going to read off my notes because if I get sidetracked, who knows where I'll be. (laughs) I love the topic of health. I get passionate about it because I believe there is so much there that when we're healthy, we are freed up to do 
whatever God wants us to do. When we're not and we're in bondage and we're sick, we're stuck, okay? I'm going to talk about that later, but we're focusing on aligning our physical bodies with God. So did you know that God actually wants that from us? This isn't something we just came up with, but God actually tells us in his word, 1 Thessalonians 5.23, I think we have it, there we go. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So he told us to keep our bodies blameless. So I think that when we treat our physical bodies the way that God wants us to, by taking care of it through eating healthy, exercising, um, keeping ourselves free from addiction. It's not just about eating healthy and exercising. There's a whole slew of things that keep our body healthy, okay? Not smoking. Um, but when we do these things, it frees our spirit to commune with the Lord more clearly, okay? So have you ever felt tired, fatigued, sluggish, foggy thinking? Like you just can't think straight. You can't get a good night's sleep. Uh, maybe you have joint pain, itchy skin. Did y'all know all of that can stem from what we eat or what we put in our body or on our body? Okay. We don't have to live this way. Those things can be a distraction from God. So if I'm tired, I have a harder time reading my Bible or praying. You ever go to pray and it's like snooze fest just because you can't, you just can't wake up for whatever reason. If that's a continued pattern in our life, we might want to look at a few things. Okay. Um, did you know that you don't have to live that way? Caring for our bodies through a healthy lifestyle just releases us from all these ailments, okay? 1 Corinthians six nineteen and 20 says, Do you not know that your bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. I'm not my own. I was bought at a price, a hefty price, okay? Therefore, honor God with our bodies. Honor him. The best thing I can give to him, A, is just here I am, Lord. Whatever you want, I'm yours. And then to honor him with how I treat my body because it's the one body we have. That's it. We're not getting another one. We're not coming back as something else. That's it. One body. Okay, so how do we align our bodies with God? I'm a real practical person, so I'm going to get real practical with you all this morning. (laughs) First, I believe it's by telling him, right? We tell someone, if I love my husband, I tell him, but then I show him. Okay, so first we tell God, and then we show him. So as we come off the fast, I love that doing this right after the fast. I'm glad that it's ending so y'all aren't thinking about food all morning. (laughs) But as we come off the fast, you may feel you have clearer thinking, clarity of mind. Maybe you slept better. Um, maybe you have more energy. Okay, so your body had a chance to detox, release everything that had maybe been from the holidays. Um, I think God knew not just the spiritual benefits, but also the physical benefits of fasting. I hope you've had a chance to seek God this week and really get into his presence and have some deep, deep moments with him. Um, but coming off of it, I want to talk about what happens to the body when we fast. Okay, so fasting allows a deep physiological rest of the digestive organs. And the energy saved goes into healing ourself and self-repairing. Fasting not only removes obstructions and helps the body to heal itself, but it also is rejuvenating and life 
extending. Man, God knew what was up from fasting. Typically, that's a three-day fast. So if you're like, oh, well, how long do I need to fast? 40 days, one day. It's, that's typically talking about a three-day fast, but that's, you don't have to, okay? Any type of fast is beneficial. Fasting also supports weight loss, promotes heart health, suppresses cancer, manages diabetes, protects from Alzheimer's disease, improves memory, and limits cravings. Y'all, that's good. So that sounds like some really great benefits. So now that we've fasted, we're feeling great, we've made room for God, okay? We don't have food, we're just, Jesus, help me. We've emptied those, we've filled those empty spaces, so let's not go backwards, okay? As humans, we tend to want to fill a void that's only meant for God. So, (coughs) excuse me. Maybe when we're stressed. Okay, sometimes when we're stressed, we crave certain foods. We just want to go eat. Okay, I'm stressed out. I don't know what to do. Let me, let me just go eat something. Let me put my mind somewhere else. Okay, that's, all, that's scientific, actually. So when our bodies go into stress mode, it increases our cortisol levels, which is our stress hormone, causing us to crave carbs and sugar. Anybody ever feel like they need to eat a bowl of ice cream when they're stressed out? Just me and Pastor Marvin. Okay, cool. Um, so your body craves those things. When you eat them, carbs and sugar, it releases serotonin, which is the happy hormone. Then we get into this vicious cycle. And it just becomes, I'm stressed, I'm going to go eat carbs and sugar. I'm stressed, I'm going to go eat carbs and sugar. Now I need to take a nap because my blood sugar just took a huge dip. And now it's up, and now I need to go eat carbs and sugar again. But if we'll yield ourselves to God instead of going to food, and look, it's not easy. Just because I'm up here talking about it doesn't mean, oh, I've got it all figured out. It's really easy for me. Like I said, I have three small children. But when we go to God and we say, Lord, help me, I truly believe he takes that burden from us and he brings peace. He covers it with peace and he helps us sort out our, our mind again to know stress isn't from God. So there really is no point in stressing but sometimes we just let it get to us. So instead of going to food, allow God to be that source because he is the ultimate peacemaker. He's going to bring that peace. You're going to feel it. You might have to take a minute out of your day. You may think, I don't have time. I'm so stressed. But you do. There's nobody else who can be our source for that. So don't let food be your source because, like I said, it is scientific. You are craving carbs and sugar because the stress wants that serotonin to bring it all down. So that's okay. But instead of going to that for the answer, go to the ultimate answer, who is God. Okay? All right. So when we say, here I am, Lord, I'm yours. I'm aligning my body with you. I want you to do whatever it is you want to do with me. I think God's saying, yes, thank you. I want that from you. That's, that's God's heart, okay? And then we choose an unhealthy lifestyle, whether it's for lack of knowledge, which is okay, or lack of our will wanting to be there. Um, it can cause an unhealthy or sick, and God can't use us to the full capacity he has created us for because we're so busy trying to fix it. We're sick. We're at the doctors. We're spending money. We're just caught up in that sickness. I spent This week, my kids are sick, so we're at the doctor. We're, you know, I mean, sickness comes, okay, they have a cold, but spending money, going to the doctor, getting all the meds, getting the oils, getting whatever we need. But if that was, thank God that's ending. (laughs) Thank God school, going back to school this week. But if it was a continual thing, I, I would not, I mean, I got hardly anything done this week. 
including my quiet time spent with God because the kids just needed me. In the same way, if we're constantly having to go to the doctor and manage our sicknesses and illnesses, then our time with the Lord is limited. That's not what he wants. So so we have to make the choice. What we eat affects our physical body. There's no way around it. Sometimes I wish there was, but there just isn't. That's how God designed us, okay? When you water a plant and you nourish a plant and you feed a plant, it grows nice and healthy. And when you don't, it dies. Our bodies are no different. Thank God. Thank God it's that simple. According to the National Health Institute, obesity and overweight together are the second leading cause of preventable death in the United States, smoking being the number one. I love facts. So the CDC in 2017 said the leading causes of death were heart disease, cancer, stroke, and diabetes. Okay. Most of these things are managed through our lifestyle. So if these are the leading causes of death, and our lifestyle causes these, something we can change can change this. Whether we like it or not. And I got into nutrition, and if y'all don't know a little background, why is Emily up here? I have a degree in nutrition. I'm a certified personal trainer. I've been doing this for over 15 years. I love it. I'm passionate about it, and I believe it's what God has called me to do. My grandmother was very sick and ended up passing away. My grandfather was very sick, passed away, and I believe it was far too early. They should still be here because they were not old. They were young. But because of their ailments that were caused by lifestyle, now they didn't know it at the time. With you know research and things have definitely come a long way. But it made me so frustrated because I was like, man, they would still be here. They would still they'd be with my kids. They, you know, like they, it didn't have to be that way. So I, it, it just lit a fire in me to help people and to know that you don't have to stay where you are. That's the beauty of all of this. So as you're sitting here listening to it, again, my prayer is no condemnation. But for the Lord to show us things we need to change and we can come out of it. That's the that's the beauty of it is we can come out of it. You don't have to stay where you are, okay? Ricky was telling me about a message that Bill Johnson spoke, and he said exactly what I just said, but it was God has given us. He's numbered our days, but some of us don't live out the number of days that we were meant to live. Sometimes we're just robbed by the enemy, okay? So I'm not talking about that. And then other things are our lifestyle choices that cause our health to decline, that our body just cannot live, and so we pass away. When I see people in bondage struggling with these things, everything in me yells, you don't have to live that way. I mean, there is just, it wells up in me, and it, you don't have to live that way. You don't. And I talk to clients all day long about different things, and it, you, you don't. So if there's anything you hear this morning, nothing at all, just know that you don't have to stay this way, okay? There's freedom in healthy living, there water? Is this water? Is that for me? Y'all think about that while it takes a sip of water. Okay. So maybe you're thinking, you know what, Emily? It's not my lifestyle. It's my genetics. My mom had it. My dad had it. My grandparents had it. Look, it's in my line. I had my genetics tested, and the doctor came back, and the doctor I work with, I am their nutritionist, and she said, oh, my gosh, your genetics are awful. It's like, ugh. Oh. I know. 
I know that. And my answer to that is, one, we serve a God who breaks off generational curses. Okay? First and foremost. Two, scientifically, it's called epigenetics. Epigenetics is the ability to turn off and on our gene mutation. Gene mutation is just the makeup of your gene, okay? So in other words, you can prevent the genetic variations from negatively expressing. It's the genetic tendencies to turn them off and let them stay dormant. So my mom, she went to the doctor. She's so precious. She went to the doctor, and um, I don't really even remember why she went in the first place. And she got there, and she had, like, some tests run and everything, and the doctor comes back and says, oh, you have diabetes. And she's like, what? The doctor said, you have diabetes. Your sugar levels are through the roof. We're going to fix that first, and then we'll figure out the other stuff that you came in for. So she left, and she called me, and she's like, and she told the doctor, you know, the doctor's like, do you know how to manage this? And she's like, I'll just call my daughter. And so she calls me, and we're talking through it. And she made a change. She changed her diet. She started exercising. She got serious about it. She dropped 30-plus pounds, 35 pounds, in not, it wasn't a month, but over a little period of time, and she's off of one of her medications. Praise God. Because you don't want to live on medication. I was so excited for her and proud of her, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, Mom, that's amazing. Like, you did it. And then as I'm on the phone with her, because I called her to make sure she didn't mind if I shared her story, she's like, yeah, but the holidays kind of got me off a little bit, and I, you know, I ate what I wasn't supposed to eat, and I, I need to get back on track. And I was like, Mom, that's, that's not the point. That's totally fine. I need to get back on track, too. I mean, the holidays... I love dessert, so I definitely ate way too many, and I'm nursing babies, so I got calories to burn. I'm like, oh, this is great. But my inside said, no more sugar, please. And so I was just encouraging her that, Mom, it's not perfection. Perfection is not what God's looking for. He's looking for progress. The fact that she made that change means that she is getting healthier. She's going to live longer. I get to benefit from that because I told her, I need you to take care of yourself. I need you in my life. I need that mom to call to say, when my kids are sick, what do I do? I don't know. I've got the healthy living, but when they turn sick, I'm, I'm at a loss. I'm going to the doctor. I don't want, you know, like, I just don't know. Mom, I need you. And if she's here because she's taking care of herself, if she's gone because she didn't, she no longer has her mom to call. I don't want that if I can help it. So I tell my parents all the time, my poor parents, I'm like, take care of yourself because I need you. And if you don't, I'm putting you in a home. <laughs> I wouldn't, but I'm like, take care of yourself so that I don't have to do it later. Please, I'll take care of you if, you know, but they just laugh at me. So progress over perfection. That is my motto for 2020. Maybe you'll join me, maybe you won't. That, and if you've seen my social media, it's thriving, not surviving, because I refuse to survive through life. And I am in a season where I could just survive. Yeah. And there are days when I'm surviving. My husband calls me. He's like, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, it's one of those days we're surviving. But I make the choice. It's a choice that I have to make. And I'm saying, nope, we're thriving. We're doing great. We're progressing. We're not perfect, but we are moving. Pastor Joel was here not too long ago, and he said the same thing. And correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, I think I'm saying this right, but... It, it, when we move from one point to the next, even if we don't hit our ultimate goal, 
you're still progressing. And that is still a good thing. Thank you. We're prospering. So keep that in mind. So it's not, oh, I tried this healthy living for three days. It didn't work. So not doing it anymore. I'm going back to my old ways, eating unhealthy and not exercising or smoking or whatever your thing may be. You may say, I've got the perfect diet, but I smoke a pack of cigarettes a day. It's the first leading cause of death, preventable death. Everybody take a deep breath. It's getting kind of heavy. I don't want it to be heavy, okay? I want y'all to walk away with something. What's that? I said we are heavy. I said we are Well, you know, all right. Let's make sure I'm on track to where I want to be. One thing when you start to make changes, I hope y'all learned something this morning, but when you start to make changes, keep in mind what you're you're gaining, not weight, but what the benefits are, okay? So don't focus on what you're giving up. Focus on what you're getting. When we fast, if you spend the whole fast talking and thinking about what you can't have, you could potentially miss what God has for you, okay? Every time, because we're just thinking about it, and God's like, go eat. Go eat something. If you're going to talk about it and think about it the whole time, just go eat, okay? Instead, give it up and focus on what you're gaining. So a lot of times I'll tell clients to, or friends, start with a fast. Start with a fast because it gets your mind right. And then from there, it's easier because at the end of a fast, a piece of chicken and broccoli sounds amazing. (laughs) But when you're having to give that pizza up to eat chicken and broccoli, it's a little harder. So we can set our mind by starting with a fast. So I love coming off of a fast. You can stick with it. Don't go backwards, okay? So let's do a little myth-busting. Let's lighten things up a little bit. Myth-busting game. Anybody like these? Like the lie, the truth, okay? There may be some lies that we need to break off our life. Some lies we're believing, excuses that get us there. So I want to touch on a few lies and the truth behind them. Um, Lie number one, it's too expensive. It's too expensive, side note, this is funny, every time I say this, I was going over my message with Ricky, and every time I said lie, my three-year-old Eliana, we don't lie, (laughs) every single time I could not get through the message, I'm like, yes, you're right, we don't lie, but we're breaking lies, so it was a great teaching moment, because we got to teach her breaking off lies, so I can hear her little voice in my head when I say that, but it's too expensive, the truth is fruits, veggies, meat, beans, beans, Have y'all ever bought a bag of beans? They're cheap. That's real cost effective. We have a great resource, Berrytown. We hit it up almost every weekend to go grab some fruits and veggies. It doesn't have to be organic. If organic isn't in your budget, don't say, oh, I'm going to get Taco Bell because I can't have organic apples. (laughs) Go get yourself a bag of regular apples. Don't go to Taco Bell. Yes, I believe organic is a great way to eat, okay? But it's not in everybody's budget. Don't let that be the excuse. It's not expensive. Expensive is the box stuff on the shelf. Expensive is if you do want to eat organic, then you start getting the processed organic stuff. That's expensive. Fruits and veggies are not expensive. Meat can sometimes, but get it, you know, you can find a place to get it that it's not as, that it's more cost effective. And beans 
I mean, you get a bag of beans for $1.50. That'll feed you for a week. That's healthier than fast food, okay? Expensive is healthcare and the doctors. I am not against medical. I was very appreciative this week when Eliana had an ear infection. We had to take her to the doctor because the fluid had moved into her ear. But it's expensive, $10,000. $10,000. So in 2017, the average American spent $10,000 or more in medical expenses. That's not, that's not insurance. That's not copay. That's like above and beyond. I can't, man, if I had $10,000 every year extra to give away, if I'm going to throw it away. So just keep that in mind. Line number two, it takes too much time. I don't have time for that. I don't have time to go to the doctor that much. I mean, it sucked our time this week. You can make time. How much time do we waste scrolling on social media? Guilty. Guilty. Okay, I'm not pointing fingers. Guilty. But 10 minutes a day of physical activity, A, it gives you a positive attitude. We could all use a boost in positive attitude some days. Every 10 minutes you work out, you typically burn 100 calories. It's a pretty good deal. You could do some stuff in 10 minutes, okay? So you just have to make the time. As far as eating healthy, there's lots of prep services. You can take a Sunday evening and prep for about an hour and have some easy meals throughout the week. There's meal services you can order if that's in your budget. Shipped. They will go to the grocery for you, bring it in your house. So if you don't have time, Michelle said, yeah, I I think I need to do this. I actually have not done shipped. I don't know why. But they will bring it in your house. So you you just unlock the door if you don't mind strangers coming in your house, and they'll put it in your fridge. Okay, so the lie is that it takes too much time. It doesn't. Where there is a will, there is a way. Amen. Bottom line, thankfully, there has to be a will, Pastor Marvin says. You are right, because if not, I can't make you do it. I can give you the information all day long. But if you don't choose to do it, there's nothing I can do. Line number three, the last one, it has to be all or nothing. Anybody feel like that? That is my personality to the T. All or nothing. It's not. The truth is progress over perfection. I think that's why it's my motto this year, because my life is busier and crazier than it ever has been, and I could come up with all the excuses in the book. And look, I have to fight for time to work out. My workouts do not look the way they did when I was single or pre-kids. They don't. And that's okay, because I love my babies. I would have it no other way. But I have to fight. I mean, there's sometimes, it's 9 o'clock at night, and I'm getting a little exercise in, because I'm determined There's other days where I get nothing done. I'm like, "Eh, tomorrow. But you know what? Once you start doing it and you create that habit, you start craving it. You crave it. Your body just wants it. Y'all may think I'm crazy saying that, (laughs) but I'm telling you it's true. So much so other people can recognize it because sometimes Ricky will look at me and go, have you exercised lately? Have you gone for a run? (laughs) It must show in my attitude right now. I need to just get out the house and go for a run. And it makes it so much better because running, exercising, not running, sorry, exercising releases endorphins. Same happy hormones that carbs and sugar help release. You can go exercise. And it's like your whole world just kind of changes afterwards. Anybody ever feel like that? 
<laughs> Some of y'all may be like, no, I'm dying after an exercise. That's okay too, it'll get better. <laughs> so believe that you can do this. You can do it, okay? Galatians 5, through 23, get that up. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Ooh, ouch. Against such things there is no law. Self-control is the ability to control oneself, in particular one's emotions and desires or the expression of them in one's behavior, especially in difficult situations. It might be difficult to accomplish some of these things, but remember, a fruit of the Spirit is self-control. Do you know how fruit is grown? It's grown. Pruning the tree, taking care of it, growing it. It's not a gift of the Spirit. It's a fruit. So we have to work on it. It's not just given to us. We have to work on it, okay? It is, I believe, with help, the Holy Spirit, our ultimate helper. Okay, we don't have to do this alone. God's there, and he sent the Holy Spirit to help us with self-control and saying no to things that we need to say no to and yes to things we get to say yes to. I have two working legs. Thank you, Jesus, and I'm going to go for a run. Because let me tell you, there's some people who don't, and they wish they could. It might just help, you know. Thank you, Jesus, that my heart is healthy and I can go exercise. Because some people have asthma, and it's a little bit more difficult. So if that helps... Does anybody have any health goals for 2020? Nobody. Okay. <laughs> Might want to help you out with this. Anybody have any health goals for 2020? Audrey, yes, yes. Okay. I can talk to a few people then. Um, I love the beginning of a year, a month, a week, or even a day. Because it's just like this fresh start. It's just this breath of fresh air. And 2020 came along and it was kind of weird for me because I usually get super excited and I had like this fear. It's like I was fearful to go into 2020 because 2019, if y'all know us, it was full. It was just full. It was full of life. It was full of death. It was just full of stuff, okay? So 2020, I was like, oh, God, I don't know if, like, what we can handle in 2020. I had a little fear. But I also heard the Lord say, but I have so much for you in 2020. And if I allowed fear to get in the way, I was going to miss out on everything he had. And if I'm being completely vulnerable, which I don't think I've told anybody, that's not even Ricky, I had this more fear of like death, like my kids dying and different things because at the end of 2019, I saw that a lot. And my heart just goes out for that. I can't imagine how devastating that would be. And so I just had this fear that just struck me. And I got it. I don't know if I can do 2020. And and I heard him say, but I have so much for you. And I think that can be the same way when we say, I don't, want, I don't feel like making this health change. I don't feel like making my body healthy. And I think God's saying, but I have so much for you. I have so much for you on the other side of that. In order to reach a goal, we have to have a plan. Create a habit, disciplines. So just closing out that 2020. So I just, I said, yes, Lord, whatever you have. And then Pastor Marvin called me and asked me to speak. And I was like, well, that'll be fun. I think it was a glimpse of everything God has for me to do, and it was immediate. It was quick. It was a quick turnaround. When I finally said, Lord, I'm just going to, Lord, break off fear, and he did quick. My husband was probably praying for me, but I was amazed at how fast it happened. Ricky went out of town. I stayed at my house by myself. No concern of anything happening to the children. They slept in their beds. That's a big deal for me. 
So anyway, if you just say yes to God, he will, he'll take that fear and he'll, there's blessing on the other side. So in order to reach a goal, we have to create a plan, create habits, disciplines. If our goal is eating healthier, losing weight, it doesn't just happen. There are lots of times I had a good idea. I didn't do anything with it. I didn't write it down. A month went by, a year, shoot, not even a year. Two days could go by, and I forgot what it even was because I didn't write it down. Much less a year. Can you relate? Much less a year going by, and I definitely didn't get anywhere on that idea. <clears throat> so write it down. If you have a goal, which I, enc- I would encourage you, since I'm speaking on aligning our bodies with God, I think there's something all of us can do to make it a little better, including myself. Write it down. Think about that. There's a saying, Pastor Joel said this too, he, he said a lot of things I really like. Change your day, change your life. Man, that's good if you think about it. I liked it so much I actually put it as a tagline on something else that I did. But change your day, change your life. One thing. So if you get, if you're, what's the f- photographic memory? That's what I'm trying to say. Imagine there's an angle. I wish I had it so we could put it on the screen, but I don't. So let me show you. Okay, starting points here. So there's your starting points down here. If we make change, so here's where we are now. Starting at that angle, one little change we make, it's not like this, but it may be like this, and we're going to end up in a different place over here by the end of the year. Do you all see that? So that's the visual I make when it change your day. Change one thing in your day. And when you look back at the end of 2020, there are going to be a lot of things that have changed. Or maybe even that one thing. Maybe you've started taking a vitamin every day. You'll feel the difference, but then it becomes a habit. Ask God where he wants you to start. Don't do this on your own. Ask the Lord. Because it may not be a salad a day. It may be something else. He knows your future, and he knows what you need to work on now. He knows what I need to work on now. Okay? So ask the Lord. For my mom, she clearly heard him say, you take care of the sugar, and I'll take care of the rest. And she did, and she is watching him take care of the rest. She had a few other things she had to deal with, but she took care of the sugar, and God is covering the rest. So ask him. Can't do this without him. Our life is about him anyway. <clears throat> Maybe you need to find a good accountability partner. I'm not talking about somebody who, when you call them, they're going to say, ah, let's go get that cake anyway. No. A good one. Okay, find someone who will call you out. I'll call Pastor Marvin. Y'all have heard him say this. I might not talk to him for a week, two weeks, maybe even a month sometimes if he's in Mexico and just busy, and then all of a sudden I just feel a nudge to text him. Hey, what did you have for lunch today? What's that? Oh, well, t- usually while he's like he's done so good, and then he's like sitting down to eat something he's not supposed to be eating, and I'll just text him and say, "Hey, what you eating?" He's like, "Really? <laughs> Sorry, the Holy Spirit just told me to text you." Out of like, I mean, I could be changing diapers. I mean, I my brain goes a million miles an hour every day, and I'll just get this nudge. 
he heard God say to take care of his health years ago. He reached out to a friend. That friend connected him with me, and I believe that was God. I'm not God. I'm not that good, but I do this for a living, and so God knew that I would hopefully hold him accountable one day. <laughs> and he's doing incredible. I know he disses himself a lot of times when he's up here, but he is doing amazing. He has learned a lot over the years that we have been friends. He knows what to do, and when he's ready, he incorporates, and he's already lost weight, which I don't know if he'll tell y'all, but he's well on his way to his goal. So let's give it up for our pastor. <laughs> All right, so we're going to try to close this up. What time is it? All right, if you fasted this past week, You've cut out either foods, unhealthy stuff, sugar, whatever it is. You've already practiced saying no. Sometimes the first no is the hardest. We've covered that a little bit, but you've already said no. So don't go back. Continue on that. All right, I want to leave you with some practical tips to get you started. So when you walk out of here, I didn't just pump you up, hopefully, but I can leave you with some really good practical tips. Always recommend consulting your doctor before changing anything, okay? I'm not the doctor, but... You may want to do something measurable, so maybe get a blood test done, maybe take your measurements, weigh yourself, whatever God tells you that your goal needs to be, maybe take a measurement now of what that is so that as you go on, you can re-measure in a couple weeks or a couple months and you can see the difference, okay? That's very encouraging. So number one, drink water. Oh, water, water. Our body is 70% water. Add some lemon to it and pull those toxins out. You should be drinking about half your body weight in ounces every day. So if 200 pounds, 100 ounces of water every day. Okay? Yep. Thank you. Number two, sugar. You might want to decrease or cut out sugar or processed foods. There are a lot of healthy options. This is encouraging. You have a favorite food, there's usually a healthy option for that. You love pizza. My mom loved pizza. She found this company called Real Good Foods. It's like pizza, the crust is chicken breast, so it's protein. That helped her. Okay, that helps. Lily's chocolate. I've told Pastor Marvin about that before. It's sweetened with stevia. So it doesn't have all the nasty sugar. Stevia is a plant. You can grow it in your backyard, so it's natural. Um, That will help. Okay, so find those things. (laughs) Ricky said, Justin's peanut butter cups, they're organic. We like those in our house sometimes, but again, it's sweetened with something that's a little bit better. Coconut palm sugar doesn't increase your insulin. So there's ways to do this, okay? Um, I'm happy to help anybody reach out, and I can answer some questions for you. So stop drinking soft drinks. They cause tooth decay, diabetes, heart disease, memory, Alzheimer's, I mean a slew of things. Zevia, Z-E-V-I-A, if you love soft drinks, Zevia is a much better option. Sweeten with stevia. Zero-calorie sweetener still has caffeine if you like your Coca-Cola. Zevia, okay? Exercise. Did you know that exercise releases antioxidant enzymes that help fight disease? It's not about what we look like, guys. I'm not up here telling you this so we exercise and eat healthy and lose weight and look fantastic and have the perfect body because let me tell you, it's typically not there. People you look at that you say, oh, they've got the perfect body, they're struggling with things. I have friends who are in competitions and they still don't think their bodies are perfect. That's not what I'm teaching this morning. It's about overall health, okay? Five, eat a salad a day. If that's a goal, just, you know what, my goal is to eat one salad a day. It doesn't have to be in the place of lunch or dinner. It can just be added to getting those fruits and veggies in, loaded with antioxidants. And number six, I have to have this, I had five tips and Ricky was like, oh no, my favorite is the grocery shopping. Staying on the outside of the aisles in the grocery. 
you can get pretty much everything you need there. Now, you may have coffee and oil, okay, so don't say, oh, Emily, that's not true. I understand that, but you can get everything you need on the outskirts, okay? Don't fall prey to the end caps. Stay on the outside, and you can get everything you need. How are y'all doing? I love this. I'm so passionate about health and wellness and nutrition and exercising and everything there is because there's so much freedom in it. There is freedom in this lifestyle. Yeah. Heather, do you want to come? Is that? Okay. Um, just know that there is freedom in this, okay? I don't want to feel overwhelmed. I hope my prayer, like I said, is not condemnation but conviction if that's from the Lord. Conviction is from the Lord. That's not the question. But no condemnation. Are you leaving here today? Do you feel like you've got some good tips? Some practical things you can do? Good. That's what my prayer was. Keep in mind, we're breaking old habits and creating new ones. It's not always easy. That's not what I'm saying. It is simple. Just like sometimes the Bible is simple. It doesn't mean it's easy to walk out all the time. But with our ultimate helper, the Holy Spirit, it can be. When we start fasting, first day, second, third, isn't always the easiest. But we push through. Why? Because God called us to do that. And then you, maybe you mustered up the strength to make it through. And you ended. And we don't want to just waste all of that, Okay. And Ricky, he, you know, after the fast, he was like, man, I don't want to go eat, like, a cheeseburger because I just feel so good. So he ate a salad with chicken in it last night. I was so impressed. <laughs> Y'all can tell him that. That was exciting. But it just goes to show that, and he's awesome. He, he tells me he's learned so much being married to me. <laughs> but, and we go out, and we enjoy ourselves, too. So I'm not saying that you can never enjoy yourself. We have date night. We'll go to Sal and Judy's and tear it up and really enjoy it and that's okay so you can still celebrate have a birthday celebration enjoy your favorite food but on the daily what we do day in and day out I would really encourage you if you're not already there to make some changes get an accountability partner to help you it's progress not perfection Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. When I'm overwhelmed, which happens, in the car this week, I was driving, I was like, oh God, I've got so much stuff to do, Lord. I, I don't know how to sort it all out in my brain. You ever feel like you just, I, I can't, can't figure out what I need to do first. I'm just overwhelmed. And sometimes our health becomes on the back burner because my husband needs me. I need to have my quiet time. My kids need me. My job needs me. I've got it all. So I know how that feels. I'm not talking about anything I, I have not experienced before. But I would just encourage you, call on the Holy Spirit. When I get in those moments, I was in my car. I cranked up worship music. I needed to get out of my car and go inside, but I sat there for a minute, and I just had a moment with the Lord and said, Lord, help me. Show me what is most important to you at this moment. Breathe on it, because I know that his work is better than mine. And help me move forward. Because sometimes we get paralyzed. And I don't want to do anything because I'm not sure what to do. Just give it to God. 
It's progress, not perfection. And that's what I'm learning this year. And I've been learning it for years, but truly that's it. Just one thing, because by the end of 2020, I want to look back at my goals, God's goals for my life and go, moved a little bit further. Maybe not perfect, but moved a little bit further. Rather than going, oh, I didn't do anything because I was so busy being busy that I didn't, I didn't do, I didn't get anything done. And I may have even moved backwards. That's not what we want to do. So in our health, aligning ourselves with God. Make the decision. Stick with it. Get accountability. Make a plan. And remember progress, not perfection. Can we do that? Did y'all learn something this morning? That is Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So there's a lot of things I wanted to teach this morning. I said, Lord, what does everyone need to hear, including myself. So let's pray. Can we pray? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for showing up. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being here, holding our hand through this. Thank you, Lord, that our hearts were opened, because that was my prayer all week, that we would have open hearts for what you have for us. Thank you, Father, that you are our ultimate healer. You are our everything. We have the genes because of you. You are not unaware of anything going on in our body. You're aware of it all, even things we don't know about, Lord. And I thank you. Father, I thank you that you are touching every person in this room. Lord, I ask that where there needs to be will, I ask you to give them will. Where there needs to be accountability, Lord, I ask you to give them accountability. Father, I ask that you just be our leader in this area of our life. If there's overwhelm happening right now because it just seems too much, Father, I ask that you help us pick one thing. One thing to focus on, Lord. Speak to our hearts, God, on what that looks like. Now if the prayer team can come up.